Hey, welcome to the Jesus Sex and Politics Podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all those things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That'll scare you. Well, Nathan, happy Thanksgiving happy week. Happy Thanksgiving to you. So uh, we're and less yours. than a Yeah, thank you. We're less than a week out. It is Friday. Uh, we are going to see Thanksgiving next week. And so we just thought we would get our minds in that right spirit of thankfulness. And, and, you know, we're pastors. If, if you if you're tuning in for the first time, this is, uh, uh, it's, you know, uh, our job is to help people come alongside, uh, of their spiritual journey and to point them to Jesus. And, and the Lord is very clear. He says, enter into his gates with Thanksgiving. Amen. And and so when we come into the presence of the Lord, first thing we should do is is come in with a thankful heart. And so you've got uh, a couple cool thoughts on Thanksgiving, and and so I wanted you to share. But the first the first thing is a is a book from the American Story uh, by David and Tim Barton, which great is a book. great book. Great book. And there's this really cool story of uh, you were talking about it earlier. Uh, Divine uh, accidents, happy accidents, coincidences. Uh, the you, we we would maybe the non non church people would say coincidences, but we know there's it's God's hand directing our steps. And this is a cool story of of uh, a guy that was coming over on the Mayflower. So share yeah, that. so so the Mayflower had uh, some really kind of interesting stories connected to it. Did you know that originally it was two boats that were supposed to be coming, the Mayflower and the Speedwell. And the speedwell kept uh, having a, uh, it kept leaking. And it happened once, it happened a second time, and it was determined that it was probably the crew that didn't want to make the journey that was sabotaging the boat. Well, that put everybody onto one ship. And so you got, I think you have 102, something like that, that are called pilgrims and strangers. So not everybody that was coming across on the Mayflower, had it in their heart to be, um, you know, for religious um, uh, purposes, you know, for, uh, for religious freedom, freedom right? Yeah. Some of them, it was about money, and those are the ones they call the strangers. They didn't have that same that yeah. same heart, right? But as they're coming over, uh, they, they were arguing, because it was pretty packed inside the boat, and it took 66 days to come all the way across, that when they were loading things up, they had determined that they were going to take a printing press that um, they weren't even sure that they would have everything that they needed to do the printing when they got to America. And like, who are they going to be distributing it to? But they decided to bring it for some reason. And during the, the major journey, because they got off so many months late in, in the journey, then they hit just terrible weather. I mean, the weather was unbelievable. And at a certain point, the main beam that goes through the Mayflower cracks. And and the ship would have been lost had they not all, you know, the sailors all get together, the ship, the shipwrights, and and they start talking about what can possibly be done. Well, because they had brought this printing press, it had what was called a jack screw, the large jack screw on the printing press, had the power to lift the beam into place to to be able to make the you know, the, the things to shore it up so that all the pilgrims were not lost at sea. That, that Amazing. was like, so you talk about provision yeah. um, in even Co- the happy accidents. Yeah. Coincidence. Nah, I don't think so. No, no, no. Like the Lord yeah. knows what you need yeah. and he's providing that. And I think in a lot of our lives, we're thinking the same thing, right? Is that how many times I didn't know what was 
yeah. going to happen in my life. God knew what was going to happen in my life. He provided the right, the right tools, the right provisions, the right people, you know, the the right counsel, whatever it is, God provides that. He did it for them. And and you know, another cool story is that there's this guy, and his name is John Howland, and uh, he does what he is not supposed to do. He's he is not supposed to go up onto the top of the deck. Because the waves and the storms were so big, they were concerned that somebody would get washed off. Well, he can't take it down the bottom of the boat anymore. He's just, he's got to get some fresh air. So he comes up and instantly gets nailed with one of, one of the, the big waves that washes over the ship and washes him right into the water. Well, that's a death sentence, right? First off, as that ship is moving and it's being tossed in that, in that tempest, there's there's next to no way they're going to be able to turn that ship around and get to that guy. Um, so, you know, and then you just imagine how long that would take. Well, he's going to die. The only thing is, is there just happens to be a rope trailing in the water mm. off the ship. Wow. And he just, most people didn't swim at that time, right? He happens to reach out, grab the rope, and he's pulled along for quite a while, screaming until they finally figure out that he's, he's there. And he's fallen off the ship. They pull him to safety. Now, he could have just been another number uh, that was lost of the Mayflower. But it turns out that he's saved. And you talk about the power of a life. Check this out. This man goes on to live to have 10 children. That's a lot of kids. But out of his, his descendants, it literally numbers. He has millions of descendants to this day mm. millions that's 400 years ago so just so just yeah. think about one power becoming be, you know with the exponential with, power exactly yeah. so these are a few of his descendants here you go three u.s presidents franklin d roosevelt george h.w bush and george w bush edith roosevelt wife of teddy roosevelt uh, one of the signers of the constitution nathaniel gorham Governors Jeb Bush, Sarah Palin, poets Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, Hollywood stars Humphrey Bogart, Christopher Lloyd, Chevy Chase, and the Baldwin brothers are all descendants of this guy had that rope not been trailing along. We wouldn't know the names of those people. Would not know the names of those people. And look at, I mean, you know, there's some great leaders here who came came up big. You know, and 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 did great things for our country. Can you imagine? Yeah, you talk about God. Yeah, making sure that a life lived. Well, and it makes me think too. You know, we we fight hard for uh, the preservation of life, and and you know, one of the reasons we're so pro life and against the abortion movement is how many Roosevelts and how many Bogarts, how many of these you know these these people have been have been. Uh, their life has been snuffed out because we have gone through abortion. I mean, they say an Einstein is one in a million, and yeah, we've, we've killed sixty, 60 million, million yeah, yes. on a conservative estimate. We've killed sixty Einsteins. Yeah, what what does our world not have? Yes, right now because we've we've been so selfish. What and a great point. And so so I think you know, but you know, God works, God moves, and he he, uh, he that's an amazing story. Well, of, I'll tell you what. Yeah, just if we have just a little yeah. bit more time. Yeah, yeah. Samoset and Squanto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, these yeah, are so great, good. great stories, yeah. right? So S- Samoset and uh, 
you know, the, these guys, Samoset spoke almost perfect English. Yep. Also, Squanto. Squanto's spoke, an amazing. Oh, yeah, he should be a. It should be a movie. Yeah. About this guy. Squanto, if I remember correctly, Squanto was taken prisoner as a slave from his from his tribe in the new in the new land. Yep. He was shipped over to Spain. Spain. Some monks rescued him. Catholic monks who were against slavery. They rescued him. They rescue him. They share the gospel with him. For seven years, I believe. He's right. in he's with the monks. He learns English. Like Perfectly. Perfect English, right? Right. He understands all those cultures. Yep. He makes his way to England. Eventually, makes his way back over. And when he gets back, he finds out that the that the people I, his trying, tribe. I'm trying to remember. It's I think it's Pawtucket. Yeah. Um. But he finds out that all of those fierce people that Squanto was from have all died from a virus. From a virus. Yeah. So when it is that the the pilgrims landed. They land on the land of these fierce Indians that have all died off. Yeah, and that's Squanto's people. And that's Plymouth. That's Plymouth Rock. Right. So, yep. so now, now, so Squanto comes out of the woods, and the pilgrims are like, "We have no idea how to survive here, Lord. What are we going to do?" He speaks perfect. He comes English. out of the woods. He says, "Hey guys, how's it going?" And they're like, "What? How do you know and English?" I'm not sure whether it's him or Samoset, but one of them says. Do you have any beer? <laughs> that's, that's how he introduces the the conversation. And 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 he they they show because they grew up on that land. They show the pilgrims how to survive. And had it not been for Squanto and Samoset, they would have the pilgrims would have absolutely stood no chance. We wouldn't even have America. The the founding of this new world would be. It wouldn't even be the same nation. And that's just, I mean, the divine providence of God that he says, you know, Squanto, I'm going to allow you to go through this horrible thing of being captured as a slave, but I've got a plan in it. I mean, that's a yeah. Joseph story. Oh, it's a Joseph story. I mean, 100%. Story. And, and this guy was so revered amongst the pilgrims yeah. that um, William Bradford, uh, he he talks about his death because he, he actually dies only... You know, just a, a couple short years later, like once he had taught them what they needed to know mm -hmm. and taught them how to live and survive and and the pilgrims had hardened up and and they knew what to do. This guy ends up dying just a couple years after mm -hmm. that. So William Bradford, um, he he meets with him and and Squanto says, I am I want to go pray for me. I want to go to the English God. Mm -hmm. and he says and and I, I wanna I wanna be amongst the company of of, of the of, saints of the saints right wow. and uh, and so he was held in such high honor and and the other thing that you know they don't talk about they they try to tell you that you know there's all these terrible um, this terrible relationship between Indians and pilgrims but actually it was the pilgrims and the, and and the Wampanoags Wampanoags something like that they they had the longest peace treaty yeah. that had ever been. Um, I, I think it was fifty some years, and it wasn't the Pilgrims that broke the peace treaty. It was actually um, the grandson of um, Powhatan, I think is what his name was, um, and and he ends up breaking the peace treaty. But it was it was a it was amazing to see the 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 oh what was the other part, Micah? It was that they never took any land. None of the early pilgrims and Puritans that came took any land. They purchased it all. Mm -hmm. And they have the deeds of the purchases to say that this was mutually agreed upon. And 
So this this lie that says all this land yeah, was, was stolen. stolen. Yeah. Now I'm not going to say it, there was never any stealing that happened, but it didn't happen from the original pilgrims. Yeah. And the and and one of the things they said is that oh well, they you know they were getting taken advantage of. The the early um, Thanksgiving was actually the the second Thanksgiving, right? Or it was the second year that they were yeah, there. That's right. And in walks the the Indian chief of the Wampanoag or whatever it's called. And, and he has 90 warriors that he brings. They stay for three days. They bring deer, they bring Turkey, they bring, you know, pies and, and all, all that you can imagine. But there were only 22 men that were alive during that time of the pilgrims. There's four women, there's like 13 kids and it, it all adds up to, you know, there's somebody I'm missing, but it adds up to like 52. If they, if there were bad spirits between these people, they would have killed them. Yeah, they yeah. killed them. They, they, Easy. They'd, have, they'd have destroyed them. Yeah, you know, and 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 that did not happen. Yeah. So what made the difference? There was really Christian love, and there was kindness, and they were doing well by their neighbors, right? So there's parts of our story we don't tell anybody. Yeah, and our kids don't know it, and they hear this revisionist history, and it's a it's a crying shame yeah. that we don't know as a as a country. I mean, how many, awesome how many students happen. in uh, today's public education system know the story of Squanto? No, you know, I mean, there's, it, it, they might know the name, but most likely they think he was a poor uh, native American that had his land probably stolen from the white man. Right. Like that's, yeah. if anything, that, that's what it is. And, and to see God's hand on Squanto's life and how God used the pilgrims and the Indians. And, and it was just a, an amazing spirit of thankfulness on both sides. You know, and I think that's the that that's why we celebrate this this uh, holiday called Thanksgiving is saying we we if had it not been for God, none of us would be here right now. Yeah, and you think about the evangelism. Yeah, towards these these uh, Indians that did not know the Lord, and w- one of the things that happened, they had this uh, they they got a lot of uh, corn in the ground, and then almost immediately they had this drought happen, and when the drought happens, the corn looks like it's decaying. And it's going to be lost, and the and so they take a day of 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 humiliation, prayer, yeah. and, and they sit down and they pray. When the prayer happens, there's the Indians are watching to see what happens. Here's what one Indian named Hobamak witnessed the event, and he says to a pilgrim, and it's recorded. Now I see that the Englishman's God is a good God, for he hath heard you. And hath and, and sent you rain, and that without storms or tempests or thunder, which we usually have with our rain, which breaks down our corn, but yours stands whole and good still. Surely your God is a good God. It's amazing, right? And 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 that was it. It was like it was like this slow, peaceful, no wind involved, no thunder involved, saturating rain. And it saved everything right after they got up off their knees. And the Indians can't deny what they're seeing. Yeah, that's cool. It's awesome. Well, if you're uh, if you're going through you know hardships or you're you're seeing the storms uh, around you and you're kind of wondering what what why is this happening? Just remember, God might have an amazing plan that He's working out in your life and 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 for your 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 posterity. I mean, He's He's literally looking at a. Uh, you know, he's looking at your children and children's children, and and uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good testimony 
if you allow the good God to do his work. Don't give up. Don't don't uh, lose lose heart. Continue to be thankful and trust that God is directing your, step, your steps. Yeah, I mean, if it's a if it's a hard Thanksgiving for you, if this is just where it finds you right now, um, want to remind you that Ben Franklin was really touched by the idea that not a sparrow falls to the ground and dies, except that God takes notice of it. Yep. And if that can happen, how can a nation ride, rise without His aid? Right. With, if, if, if a bird doesn't die without his notice, how can a nation or an empire rise without his aid? And, and you need to know that you matter to God and what's going on in your life matters to God. And there's nothing that you can't reach out to him for. And, and just think that sometimes even those tough things are God's doing just to give an opportunity for your faith to be tested to see if you believe in his goodness, because he can turn the whole thing around so that others might know him. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we're uncomfortable with the idea that perhaps some of the bad stuff that's happening to us could be the work of God, but it could because he has a greater plan. So believe and thank him in the midst of the trial. He loves faith. He loves to see you respond with a right heart. And if you will, you never know the blessing that's on the other side of that. Amen. Amen. That's good. Well, you guys, hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and that your uh, your your holiday is truly one of thankfulness to to our great God and celebrate it with friends, family. Go to go to church, find a community of, of believers that'll help spur you on in thankfulness and and hold you hold you when you are going through that rough time. Think about Hall, uh, John Holland, right? Who who got blown off the ship? Had it not been for the other people on the ship who pulled him back in. He he also wouldn't have been alive. So it was the it was the goodness of God allowing that rope to be there, you know, him holding on to that. But but it also was the community pulling him back into the ship yeah. and getting him back in 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 health and and saving yeah. his life. And it's it's no different for you and I. We got to have a community around us too. So yes. that on another yeah. note, yes, I just want to say this: if you haven't figured out how you're cooking your turkey, oh, yeah. don't put a turkey in an oven when you can make a trash can turkey. I'm not going to tell you how because we don't have time. I bet there's but somebody you need to investigate a trash can turkey and 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 do it. It's the see. best turkey ever. I'm going to see. There's a guy who who's good at uh, trash can turkeys. I'm going to see if he picks up here. He may not pick up. Is he, is he really? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see if uh... I literally texted you. I'll call you at one morning. <laughs> What? Hey, hey, you're on hey, the air. Hey, hold on a second. You're on Jesus oh, Sex and Caller Nine. <laughs> hey, you're Caller Nine, you win. Hey, this is Rob Kendall, everyone. Uh, a, a longtime friend of the show, Jesus Sex and Politics, and so uh, I've got a. It was one one of our we, earliest episodes. It really was. Yeah. It was great, Rob. Uh, we were talking about Thanksgiving and uh, being thankful and watching God's goodness in our lives, and we talked about trash can turkey cooking. And I said, I know, I know a hillbilly that probably knows how to do this. And so have you ever cooked a turkey in a trash can? Uh, I've never cooked a turkey, period. You know what I do? I go to other people's houses and I hear say, here's 10 bucks. Thanks for cooking the turkey. <laughs> you're, you're a husband and a father now. you got to learn to cook your own turkey, yeah, man. Yeah, what's with that? Well, my dad is my neighbor. And so, again, let me repeat myself. Here's $20. Get us something nice. <laughs> 
hey, I did call you about 10 minutes early. If I need to call you back, I will let you go and we can call you back. But uh, I just thought, uh, I just thought. Yes, if you, if you, if, yes, if you could get me to like 120, that would be perfect. Perfect. Sounds good. Hey, but that's Rob Kendall on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, everyone. We'll Say hello. Say, hello. Hello, Washington. <laughs> Thanks for making me famous. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. Uh, well, hey. It's been uh, it's been a good good Thanksgiving episode and and uh, that was just a favorite little cameo. Pie? Favorite pie? Uh, apple. I don't like I don't like pumpkin. Holy cow! Yeah, no, I, I know pumpkin's kind of the the pie of the season. Uh, my but mom, my mom, just don't like it. Aw, she makes awesome pies. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, I, I one time I asked her. I said, "Mom, can I have my own pie for Thanksgiving?" And she goes, "You want your own pie?" I said, yeah, I'm going to eat it in one sitting. She goes, you will not. I put whipped cream all over it. I ate the entire thing. People were marveling. You need to do that again this year. I could not eat the pie for seven years. It made me sick to look at an, <laughs> a, a, a pumpkin pie. It was a terrible do idea. Do it again this year. No. You I should. Love, I, lo- I got my taste for pumpkin pie back. I don't want to ruin it. All right. Well, go get pumpkin pie. Tell Happy your friends. Thanksgiving. And, tell your friends and family you're thankful for them. We love you guys. 